listening to the Sermon Audio Podcast from Heights Baptist Church in Alvin, Texas. For more information about our church, you can find us at heightschurch.org. Well, good morning, Heights family. I hope you are doing well. Um, Good morning to everybody who is out there and is going to be joining us here soon on the um, live feed for our our quick kind of prayer time, devotion time uh, here this morning. And uh, so I'm going to let you know you can drop a comment or uh, ask any questions, share anything. As I'm talking, you can utilize that comment section right there beside you. Um, I'll answer those comments uh, maybe later. I I won't try to answer any comments uh, probably while I'm talking um, we've already had a few folks walk up, uh, expecting church this morning. So I hopefully won't have to answer the door while we're doing this either. Um, so I'm here in the worship center lobby. Um, so thanks for joining us. And again, um, if you want to leave a comment later, you can do that, uh, as we're progressing through, uh, if you know, you have to leave and come back, this video will save and it will uh, be up on the uh, Heights Baptist Facebook page. Okay, so um, uh, that's where we're going to kind of be, and we'll leave that video up there for you to share and and watch again. Also, going to drop in the notes or in the comments section uh, the categories that we are going to pray through this morning, and also the verses that I'm going to use. So, if you don't have anything to write it down with right now, I'll put that there. Link our website as well if you don't have that information. Uh, in the comments section also. Uh, So this morning, we really want to pray. Um, It's kind of very, very interesting how God really worked and orchestrated all this. Um, Friday morning, I woke up about 4 a.m. very unexpectedly and just got on up and began to pray and read my Bible and really felt impressed that the Lord was saying, you're not going to preach on Zacchaeus this coming Sunday. Um, You're going to talk about prayer and lead the people to pray. And, you know, that, that happens rarely that, you know, I get those end of end of the week switches, but you know, when you spend 10 to 15 hours working on a message, you 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 go, I don't know, God, do you really want me to pray this morning and totally switch up everything I had prepared? And so through Friday, I kind of prayed more about it and just really felt uh, impressed that we needed to pray as a people. And so I spent Friday and and most of yesterday kind of designing this time. Um, And then, of course, yesterday up to almost, I think, 3.30, we were planning on being here Um, and, you know, began to kind of reevaluate that decision once um, news that there are two presumptive cases here in Alvin and talk with more church leaders around the city and and, uh, just knew many more churches were closing and And then God really put on my heart yesterday afternoon that, you know, we want to be a church that loves and leads all people to a new life with Christ. And one way we want to do that is to serve our communities. And I thought, you know, I I don't want to just come to church today for for us. I want us to be able to serve our community. So about maybe one of the best ways we serve our community right now is not assembling together um, and causing this thing to spread even more or someone in our church get it. And so... Um, so I, I know it's a bummer to cancel church. I love being here on a Sunday morning with you guys. I really do. Um, but I, I feel like it's the right thing to do. 
And so I'm going to ask that you pray for wisdom for us. Um, as a staff, we're going to have a full staff meeting tomorrow morning. And we're just going to begin talking through scenarios uh, and what the next couple weeks look like. And looking at all our events on the calendar and just really praying through what to do next. This is a super fluid situation. Um, I have never dealt with this in 16 years of ministry. I'm used to having to make uh, you know church cancellation calls on if there's a hurricane coming or a snowstorm coming, never a virus outbreak. And so please be patient with us. Um, I, I think right now we're going to have to just kind of operate almost a week-to-week type thing. Um, so I'm hoping to have uh, that decision made by Thursday of what we're doing moving forward. So please... You know, be in prayer for us and understand when we, whatever decision we make, we're making it uh, because we love you and we have your best interest in mind and we have our community's best interest in mind. I want to encourage you also uh, to stay connected. Um, so if you have not liked the Facebook page, even though you are here watching right now, make sure you like that. So when we post, uh, it gets in your news feed. Please check your email. Uh, we'll be sending out email updates as well. Um, you know, a couple of people who've already come this morning, um, I just asked them, did you check your email? You know, and they're like, no, we don't ever check the emails you guys send. All right, that's why we send them. Uh, we we want to be able to communicate to you. And so please, please check your email. You can go to the website, sign up for online giving as well. And make sure someone in your life group has your information, please. And you have an information from the life group leader or someone else in your life group, their cell phone, uh, their you know um, email address. So as we may be separated for a week or two or possibly longer, you can stay in touch with someone. Someone can stay in touch with you. We can make sure we're caring for each other really, really well. All right, so as we get started this morning, we have been in this Bible reading plan through the book of Romans so far. We're doing the letters of Paul, Romans 12 and 13 was the reading this morning, and when I read Romans 12, 12, I thought, man, that is perfect for this morning to start off our time together. Here's what Paul writes, Romans 12, 12, rejoice in hope, be patient in tribulation, be constant in prayer. Did you get that? Rejoice in hope, be patient in tribulation, be constant in prayer. And when I read that, I thought, oh my goodness, that's a good verse for today. Uh, because that's what we need. We need to rejoice in the hope that we have in Jesus Christ, be patient right now in this time of tribulation, and be constant in prayer. Uh, so I'm going to open us in prayer, and then we're going to get started. All right, Father God, thank you so much for this morning. Uh, Lord, I know this is different for all of us to have to do this online together, uh, but Lord, we pray you bless this time. And Lord, we pray right now that we can rejoice in the hope that we have in Jesus Christ, that our Savior is the one who died on the cross for our sin, rose from the grave on the third day, and gives us hope now and hope for all of eternity, that, Father, we can be patient in this time of tribulation, and that, Father, we can be constant in prayer. Lord, we can't beat this thing, but you can. And that's what we're asking, Lord, for you to interact, for you to step in you to intercede and father we ask that you will help us in this time we pray in christ's name amen all right so first way i want us to pray this morning is to remember that god is in control 
And so if you've got a Bible with you, uh, let's go to Psalm 89. And so let's go to Psalm 89. We need to remember and we need to pray to remind ourselves and settle our hearts uh, that God is in full control right now. Psalm 89 is written by a man by the name of Mesquil. And I want you to listen to what he says in Psalm 89 and verses 1 through 11. He says, I will sing of the steadfast love of the Lord forever. With my mouth, I will make known your faithfulness to all generations. For I said, steadfast love will be built up forever. In the heavens, you will establish your faithfulness. You have said, I made a covenant with my chosen one. I have sworn to David, my servant. I will establish your offspring forever and build your throne for all generations. Look at what verse 5 says in Psalm 89. Let the heavens praise your wonders, O Lord. Let your faithfulness in the assembly of the holy ones. For in the skies, for who in the skies can be compared to the Lord? Who among the heavenly beings is like the Lord? A God greatly to be feared in the counsel of the holy ones, and awesome above all who are around him. Verse 8 says, O Lord God of hosts, who is mighty as you, O Lord, with your faithfulness all around you. You rule the raging of the sea. When its waves rise, you still them. You crushed Rahab like a carcass. You scattered your enemies with your mighty arm. Verse 11, the heavens are yours. The earth is also yours. The Lord and all the world and all that is in it, you have founded them. We have seen this past week people in panic. Um, you have been to the grocery stores and experienced that, right? I mean, you've, uh, you have seen all of the binge buying and of everything. Why is there panic? Why is there widespread panic right now? Why is there such a rush to the stores? Well, here's why. I think what's being exposed within our culture, what's being exposed in people's hearts, what's even being exposed in, in my heart at times, and maybe your heart, is the, is the need for us to control everything. And what's happening is you, you have this virus um, that's spreading. And, and I don't want to debate whether the media is overblowing this or not, but, but you have this happening, this new virus that we don't have a vaccine for yet. We still don't really know how it's spreading. We still don't really know all the effects of it. And you've seen people wrestle with this need to be in control. And, and, and it's exposing the sin that we all have, that we think we control everything. So then when something is introduced into our lives like this, that spins it all out of control, what do we do? We try to control the things we can control. Hence, why everybody's buying up the toilet paper. right? Hence, why everybody's rushing to the grocery store. Because they're saying in their hearts and in their minds, okay, here's something I can do. Here's something I can control. I can control what I buy. But what you and I need to do is we need to pause and we need to pray. And just what Romans 12, 12 says, we need to be constant in prayer to remind ourselves that God is in control and to ask God to settle our hearts, to ask God to settle the hearts of people that are out there. And so here's what we want to do. We want to pray and we're going to pray specifically for that. All right. So to, to remind ourselves, God, you're in control and to ask that God settles our hearts and settles the panic that we see around us. And so what I'm encouraging you to do is pray where you are. Okay, so if you have somebody with you, maybe they pray out loud this time, you can pray out loud next time. 
Have somebody pray out loud wherever you're watching. If you're by yourself, pray out loud. Okay, that's that's totally fine. It's not weird to pray out loud by yourself at all. I do it all the time. I, before I started this video, I prayed out loud sitting right here. All right, I'm going to stay quiet while you pray at home. And then I'm going to pray, and that's going to end this first section. So we want to pray to remember that God is in control. We want to ask God to settle our hearts and settle the hearts and the panic of people we see around us. Okay, so let's, let's go to the Lord in prayer there. Father, in Psalm 89.1, Maskeel says that we can sing of your steadfast love forever. And Lord, help us right now to sing and to praise you for who you are. I love in verse 9 that he reminds us who controls the raging seas. It's you, O Lord. Job tells us that you tell every wave that comes into the shore where to stop. We read in verse 11 that you, O Lord, are in control of it all. You have all authority over the heavens and the earth, that everything belongs to you. And so, Lord, this morning, this virus has not caught you off guard. It's completely caught us off guard, but not you. And Father, I pray this morning that as we see panic around us, maybe we're experiencing a little panic and nervousness in our own hearts, that we remember you're in control. That we remember, oh God, who you really are. You are the almighty, powerful God. And Father, I pray that you will settle our hearts. You will settle our minds right now. That we can think reasonably. We can act reasonably. And Father, for the panic we see around us, we pray for it to cease as well. And so Father, we thank you for who you are. We thank you that you are in control in these moments. We pray in Christ's name. Amen. All right, uh, next section we're going to pray for this morning is we're going to pray for the return of Jesus. And so I'm going to invite you, let's go to Romans chapter 8. And so again, if you got a a Bible right there around you. Um, let's turn over to Romans 8. And uh, as I was reading through Romans again earlier this week on our, our Bible reading plan, um, Romans 8 really stood out to me as I began, you know, thinking about the virus and everything that was happening around us. And, uh, and again, I, I think the timing of everything we're reading right now in our reading plan and what's going around in our world is, is really interesting. In Romans 8, let's pick up in verse 18. Apostle Paul writes there, I'm sorry, I have to adjust the Bible to the light I'm in right now. Um, somebody forgot his reading glasses and it's getting a little harder to see to this morning. Not in the same light I normally am on Sunday morning. So excuse me if I'm kind of shifting around here with this. Romans 8, verse 18. Paul says, For I consider that the suffering of this present time are not worth comparing with the glory of that is to be revealed to us. Let's just stop right there and reflect on that. All the suffering that we go through in this life, it's nothing 
we're comparing to the eternal glory that will be revealed to us. I mean, can you just kind of say amen right where you are this morning that there's going to be a day in the near future where there is no need for hospitals, where there is no need for doctors, where there are no need for vaccines? Um, all that sickness is forever gone? I mean, can you, I, I can't even fathom that, but it, it just gives me so much hope right now to know there's coming a day that these present sufferings, all these trials and tribulations and all the things we go through, I mean, compared to the eternal weight of glory, compared to glory for all of eternity with nothing uh, of any of those sufferings. Wow. And that's what Paul says. That these present sufferings are not worth comparing with the, with the glory that's to come to be revealed to us. Let's pick up in verse 19. For creation waits with eager longing for the revealing of the sons of God. For the creation was subjected to futility, not willingly, but because of him who subjected it in hope. Verse 21, that creation itself will be set free from its bondage and to corruption and to obtain freedom of the glory of the children of God. For we know that the whole creation has been groaning together in the pains of childbirth until now. Verse 23, and not only creation, but we ourselves, who have the first fruits of the Spirit, groan inwardly as we wait eagerly for the adoption of sons, the redemption of our bodies. I love what Paul says in Romans 8, right there in verses 18 through 23, because you're, you're seeing it right now. When things like this happen in our world, and, and you have hurricanes and tornadoes and earthquakes and viruses like this spreading, literally what Paul's saying in Romans 8 is creation is groaning. This is, a, this is creation groaning out for redemption. This is a birth pain from creation. And, and many of you ladies who have, have given birth, you know those, those pains of childbirth. And as they increase and increase and increase before delivery happens. And so what, what I think you're seeing right now is, is creation crying out for Jesus to come back. Because when Jesus comes back, he's restoring creation back to its intended uh, purpose. Right? In Genesis chapters 1 and 2, creation's perfect. There's no sin. There are no earthquakes and viruses and tornadoes and floods and all those things we deal with now. All of that's a result of the fall. And so when Christ comes back, all of creation's fixed. And so I think right now, as, as we begin to pray, we can pray for the return of Jesus because we're seeing creation crying out. But what does Paul say later? He says in verse 23, not only... The creation is crying out. But we ourselves, we have the first fruits of the Spirit. We groan inwardly as we wait eagerly for the adoption as sons, the redemption, the redemption of our bodies. I mean, when you, when you watch the news, when you see everything happening, when you read everything online, I mean, what, what's your thought right now? My thought is, Jesus, come back. We're, we're ready for you to come back. We want you to come back. Because when you come back, all of these problems, they, they all go away. You defeat sin once and for all. No more death, no more sickness, no more pain, no more sorrow. Jesus, come back. And I think that's an appropriate way to pray right now. Praying for the return of Christ. 
And so I, I'm going to ask you to do that again, uh, just right there, wherever you're watching this video. Whether you're alone, you want to pray out loud, you're with somebody, maybe it's their turn to pray this time, or you pray again, however you want to do that. But let's pray for the return of Jesus Christ in this moment. So again, I'm going to stay quiet for a minute or so. Go and bow your heads, close your eyes, just, just pray together where you are. Uh, pray by yourself where you are. The Lord hears, and I believe the Lord's hearing us collectively as we're praying from where we are. So go on and pray for the return of Jesus Christ this morning. Father God, one of the songs we had planned to sing this morning was Victory in Jesus. Because He lives, we have that victory. It's because Jesus lives, we can face tomorrow. And Lord, we are promised victory as your sons and your daughters. But Lord, it's, it's full victory that's not yet realized. Because Christ does not come again. And so, Lord, we pray this morning in the midst of everything going on for the return of Jesus Christ. We pray that it will be soon. Father, I pray specifically it will be within my lifetime. Because, Father, we, we are groaning for that redemption. Creation is groaning, oh, Father. We are crying out to you to stop this virus, to stop suffering and evil and, and death within our world. And we know that that is fully realized at the return of our Savior, Jesus. Jesus, come again. And Father, I pray in the midst of the moments we have to go through that we can be reminded over and over again of that promise that we have in Christ, that He will come again. And so, Father, we, we thank You for who You are. We thank You for hearing every prayer that is prayed this morning. Lord, we pray in Christ's name. Amen. All right, final thing we're going to pray for this morning is uh, for the mission that God has for us. All right, I want us to pray for the mission that God has for us. You know, our our mission here at Heights is to love and lead all people to a new life with Christ. And so we want to do that by serving within our communities, uh, being people who share the good news of Jesus Christ, engaging with um, our spiritual disciplines where we're growing in our Bible reading and our prayer life and sharing our faith. We want you to connect uh, in life groups and groups in which you can grow as believers in Christ. And, and I think this ought to remind us again why we do what we do. Um, you know, when we see things like this happening in our world, we need to be reminded of the urgency of the moment. Again, um, maybe the news media is overblowing it or not. Uh, that's up for debate. But you know what isn't up for debate? People are getting sick. People have died from this. 
not only in our country, but other countries around the world. And so you and I need to remember what Psalm 90 verse 12 says. So teach us to number our days that we may gain a heart of wisdom. God, teach us to number our days. Remind us that life is fragile. Life is short, but eternity is long. And so when we see things like this happening in our world, we see things like this happening in our community, this ought to, to push within inside us something to come out to say, wait a minute, what we do matters and what we do ought to be with urgency. So we're not gathering as a church just to kind of be a country club where we're making each other feel good and, and have those moments where we just get to smile and you know, pray together and eat donuts and you know, hear the word of God. No, no, what we're doing is we're coming together. And we're, we're being equipped and called by God to go out and to make disciples of all, all people everywhere. And so when I, when I see things like this happening in the world, it reminds me of the urgency of the moment that we have, that we carry life-saving information, eternal life-saving information, the good news of Jesus Christ. And so this morning, I want to encourage you to continue on mission. Uh, we can continue on mission not being just here. We can find different ways of doing that. Um, I don't know what that's going to look like over the next couple of weeks or even a month from now, to be honest with you. I, I really don't. I've been praying about how do we do this? How do we, if we can't be here on a Sunday morning, if we can't have some of the normal activities we do for a while, how do we keep getting the gospel out? And so maybe we've got to think very creatively right now. Um, so I'm going to encourage you to do a couple of things. Number one, I'm encouraging, we're going to do it here in a moment, to pray for your four by fours. Remember our 4 by 4 strategy. Find four people that don't know Jesus Christ as the Lord and Savior of their lives. Pray for them four times a week. Invite them to four parties a year. <laughs> right, Four times you're getting together. I know right now we're kind of under social distancing, so we'll have to play that part out a little more creatively. And it's all for Christ. So maybe this week it's, it's texting your 4 by 4s Sending them emails. Giving them a call. How can I pray for you? How are you doing? Do you need anything? Uh, we'll, if we have to not be here, we'll continue how to figure out how to do this and do this a little better maybe next time and, and add a few more elements into this. Uh, but what I'm saying is, is we don't have to stop being the people of God and carrying out the good news of Jesus Christ. But what we do need to remember is what Psalm 90 verse 12 says. Teach us to number our days so we may gain of heart of wisdom. And so what I'd like you to do right now is, is pray. Pray for somebody you know who does not know Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior of their lives. Uh, pray for your four-by-fours. Pray for one person, two people, whoever that may be in your life. Again, I'm going to stay quiet for a moment, and then I'm going to close this in prayer. So let's go to the Lord in prayer. Father, there are people that you have heard their names that need Jesus Christ as the Lord and Savior of their lives. Some of them are sons and daughters, grandkids, neighbors, friends, co-workers, spouses. Lord, I think in my life of the four friends I am praying for to come to know Christ specifically this year. Lord, we pray for the lostness within our culture right now. Lord, may this be the time 
you revive this nation. Lord, may this be the time you bring a spiritual awakening of the likes we've never seen in the history of our world. Lord, we're praying that. We're asking for you to save these people. Father, because they give you glory for that. And you get more glory. And so, Lord, there are precious people within our lives we do not want to see go to hell for all of eternity. And so, Lord, we pray for our own lives, our own witness, my witness. I'm praying for the witnesses of those and within our church body. Psalm 90, verse 12, teach us to number our days so we may gain a heart of wisdom. Help us in this moment of time to know, Lord, how to minister the gospel, maybe in different ways that we've never had to do. So, Lord, we ask these things because we want to see people come to know Jesus. We want to see you honored and glorified. We pray in Christ's name. Amen. All right, so thank you so much for watching. Thank you for coming. And I'm going to answer a lot of these comments I've been getting. A um, couple of things before we close. Okay, number one, remember, if you jumped in on this late, uh, the video is going to save. And so it'll save to the church Facebook page. And so when I click in, it'll save it as a video uh, that will keep up. So if you want to rewatch or you came in late, uh, you want to go back and rewatch parts of it, feel free to do that. I'm going to put in the comments section or, or maybe in the description of the post all the passages I use and all of the topics we prayed for. Uh, so make sure you, you can look at that. Um, if you have not downloaded the YouVersion Bible app, uh, you can get on your smartphone or even on your computer. Uh, go to YouVersion. And then uh, what you want to search for is the letters of Paul, the Bible project. So I'm going to encourage you to keep reading your Bibles through this time as well. I uh, encourage you to sign up for online giving. Um, I'll encourage you again to like this Facebook page. If you've not done that, like this page. So then every time we post to this page, it'll come up uh, in your newsfeed. And then also please check your emails for updates um, this week. Uh, finally, once this video saves as a video, you can share it to your page. And so thank you so much. Sincerely, thank you so much for all you did in sharing yesterday. Um, our, the video on update of, of us having to cancel almost went out to 3,000 people yesterday because you guys were sharing it so much. You can share this video. Um, and so when it becomes a video, you can just click share and, and get out uh, our word and how we prayed this morning for our community and our world. Um, and so feel free to share that. Um, stay tuned for next week. Uh, again, I covet your prayers as a staff. We, we're asking you to please pray for us. This is such a fluid situation. I, I really right now have no idea what next week looks like um, going forward. You know, I do want to remind you, though, in the coming week, okay, so starting tomorrow, um, we're, we're not having any activities here on campus. Okay, so all meetings are canceled. All events are canceled. All Bible studies are canceled. So when I say I don't know what next week holds, I know that week, but I don't know the week after. All right, so I don't know if we're going to be back here next Sunday. If we're going to be doing this again, I, I just have no idea right now. And so, again, I just really, really ask for your prayers. We really appreciate them. We're hoping to have a decision out to you by Thursday of our plan moving forward. And so thank you so much. Man, I, I just love you guys. And, you know, I was, I was thinking about this this morning. Um, I came right as Hurricane Harvey happened. 
And, um, and I really believe God used that time to not only revive our church, uh, but to, to really propel us out in the community in ways that we weren't expecting to do. And, and we've seen over the last, you know, almost three years now, God blessing our church. We've seen so many people come to know Christ and just God doing some amazing things. And uh, I was praying this morning. I thought, okay, now within a three-year span, we've had to do Hurricane Harvey together and now the coronavirus together. So I was kind of like, hey, God, can you slow down <laughs> on a few of these big things? Um, but what, I, what I'm really praying for is revival. And just, again, to revive us, to, to shake us to where we need to be shaken as a people, as a church, as a community. Um, that God will just get so much glory out of this, that this will just be another milestone, another marker within the life of our church where we can look back and say, look at what God did through that time. And so join me in praying in that as well. And uh, I love you guys to death, and I will talk with you soon. Uh, shoot me an email, uh, send me a text, leave a comment on this video if you need anything. Uh, we will be in touch, and have a good rest of the day. Okay, God bless. Thank you for listening to the Sermon Audio Podcast from Heights Baptist Church in Alvin, Texas. On Sunday mornings, we have life groups for all ages at 9 a.m., followed by worship service at 10.30 a.m. For more information about how to support the ministry of Heights Baptist Church, go to heightschurch.org give.